Awesome Podcast. Toot toot. Toot toot, everyone. Welcome to the Big Howl and Possum Valentine's Day special. Hosted by me, Big Love Howl Dotty. And me, a voluptuous, full-figured possum. Tonight on our very special Valentine's Day Festival of Love, we're going to read some Valentines from you, the folks at home. And also later in the hour, you're going to get to go on a date with both me and Possum. So stick around for that. Which date will be better? Probably mine. You're picking a fight, but there's no argument here. I mean, yours is probably going to be better than mine. Coming true tonight 
Big Al, looks like you've got a valentine over there. Why don't you read it? I sure do. It's on a beautiful, big heart-shaped card. Isn't that nice? That is nice. Ooh la la. It says, Dear Big Hal and Possum, will you be my valentine? Uh, yes. <laughs> my name's Dee Dee Ann Tarlet, and I'm a huge fan. I listen to your radio show, and I follow you on Twitter. Have you guys ever done anything else? It just doesn't seem like you guys do very much. Hmm. One show on Monday night at 10 p.m., and then a few scattered tweets throughout the rest of the week. I wish I could see you guys or hear you or get more content out of you somehow. Is there some way we could do a conference call on Friday mornings when I work from home? Or maybe you guys could get a YouTube channel. Thanks, and I hope I am your Valentine, uh, DD. And then there's four heart signs after that. I don't like it. What don't you like about it? Well, I don't like that it's a it's a bunch of tasks, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like task fatal attraction. It's like she wants us, which is flattering, but then she wants us to do a bunch of stuff. I think you're looking at it the wrong way, Mr. Possum. This is actually an opportunity, and I know you hate that word. You hate opportunity. Hate it. But uh, Dee Dee appears to not know that we have a Twitch stream. And a YouTube channel oh. that she can go to at any time. Yeah, but it'll never be enough. It's one of them give a master cookie situations. I can feel it. Hmm. We need to break up with her now. <laughs> no, 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 Mr. Possum. We can't do that. We don't have enough fans to start breaking up with them. I've moved on. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, DD. Ooh, what's that one you got there, Big Al? This one's real nice. It's uh, It looks handmade. It's got that lacy stuff around the uh, the edges, that frill, whatever you call that. Yeah, it looks like a doily, kind of. Yeah. Very, very nicely done. Very uh, a, lot of, a lot of craft went into this one. But it's addressed to just me, Mr. Possum. Oh, do you want me to leave the room? No. No, you could stay. Oh, okay. What a drag. What a pleasure. <laughs> Dear Big Hal. Happy Valentine's Day from a longtime admirer. Oh, this, this is nice. This is nice. You are very handsome and smart. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Enclosed is an audition tape I recorded so that you can hear my radio voice, as well as a few improvised riffs. I think you'll find that I could make a very compelling and engaging co-host for your show. At the very least, I could be better than the other guy. I'd never give you a guff or tell you that the bit is over or that something you said wasn't funny. Signed, ooh, signed The Raccoon. This is from a raccoon. Uh, uh, you're trying to steal you, Big Al. Don't you see what's happening? I'm not going to lie. I'm intrigued. This raccoon seems to have, uh, seems to have their stuff together, Mr. Possum. Look at, the, look at the craft work on this card. And they recorded an audition tape. Now look here. You listen close. You ain't gonna be happy with that raccoon. Makes a lot of promises and your doilies, but he ain't gonna love you like I do. Ain't nobody gonna love you like I do. You understand? I understand that you probably wouldn't be able to make an audition tape for any radio show, much less this one. So I'm sure that you're grateful for the fact that I that I have brought you on to this show. I'm not sure that gratitude always comes out. There's just something about the eagerness and the hustle of this raccoon. I have a feeling they'd be grateful and they'd express that a lot. You're going to hate that so quick. You're going to hate that eagerness. I'm going to be calling you at three in the morning. Ooh, hey, I've got an idea. You awake? You do that. Yeah, but I'm not so bad about it. 
You know, it's fun when I do it. <laughs> That's the only time you ever call me. It's three in the morning. I'm nocturnal. All right. Now, look, you take that letter and you rip it up and you okay. throw it away in the trash where it belongs. Okay. Uh, here you go. Uh, this is me putting it in the trash. Trash, huh? Looks like a file cabinet to me. Yeah. Well, that's where I keep that's where I keep my trash. That's the first stage of trash, Mr. Possum. Is uh -huh. This file folder that says potential hires. Mm. Don't feed me file cabinets and call it trash cans. We got to get you a t-shirt with that saying on it. Ooh, I'd love that. Possum, it looks like you have a Valentine's over there. Is that addressed to you? Uh yeah, yeah, this one's just addressed to me. Uh-huh. Quit looking at it. I'll read it. Okay. I mean, it kind of looks like an empty Capri Sun packet. Dear possum. No, dearest possum. I'm the dearest. I like your wet nose and your nasty old teeth. How come your co-host thinks he's so handsome he ain't got no nasty teeth? He ain't got no stink, no musk. How about you drop him and go off on your own? Signed, Anonymous. Anonymous. I don't like what they had to say about me. If you're going to say that kind of stuff about me, you need to put your name on there. It's complicated, though, because in a way, they're giving you a human compliment by saying you ain't got no nasty teeth and no stink. But also, it's saying, leave him. Yeah. I think this was written by a possum. Yeah. Fortunately.
And now, your date with Big Hal. A guided seduction. Narrated by Big Hal Dottie. The sound of two signature taps on a 2007 Corolla car horn alerts you to the fact that I am outside your house. You emerge through the front door within minutes, despite not having gotten your hair exactly the way I like it. But don't worry, I'm not going to bring it up. You look marvelous in your big bird yellow sundress with external leather bodice and your signature unlaced Steve Madden high tops. You give me a kiss through the driver's side window before opening the passenger door and climbing inside. Making sure not to sit down on the hot Stouffer's French bread pizza I have prepared for you to eat in the car so that we don't have to wait to eat at a restaurant before going to our movie, which we are already late to because I wanted to give you time to work on your hair, which again, you still did not get right, but I don't mention that. I tell you to dig into that hot French bread pizza while turning up my romantic many moods of Mick Fleetwood mixtape I have prepared to cover your mouth sounds in the car as you are eating. I take the long way to get to the theater, despite us being late, because I am uncomfortable driving on the expressway. We arrive 15 minutes late for the movie, which is perfect for missing the trailers and the opening titles, which I often find distracting anyway. The film stars Hollywood hunk Justin Long as a down-on-his-luck detective who discovers a magical potion that makes people break out in a potentially fatal rash. We enjoy the movie despite some inappropriate laughs and chatter from a young group of men behind us that I am afraid to talk to. Finally, we're back in the car, headed to my favorite makeout spot, the sci-fi fantasy section of Books A Million. Behind a cardboard cutout of Kylo Ren, we share a blue raspberry lollipop, sweet nothings, and of course, kisses. Such as lips must eventually close, so must books a million, and we are kicked out by the teenage staff and return to my car for the 15-minute drive back into town. But don't worry. I have sodas in the glove compartment and excerpts from Wagner's ring cycle on the stereo. Once we reach your house... You invite me in to see what's happened to a frosted mini-wheat you left in a bowl of water. But I have to work in the morning. But don't worry, I'll be picking you up for another date in a few days. Well, look in your face and see something true. Put our heads together. We're gonna be, we're gonna be, ha! Gonna be 
Your date with the possum, a guided seduction. There's nothing I like better than to raid a fridge with my special lady. We start with the sauces in the door. Mustards, different kinds, what a fridge you have. We start with the classic yellow, moving on to the stone ground ending with the spicy brown. Oh, such flavors from the mustardy east. Then it's on to ketchup. Uh-oh, not much left. It's down to the last squirt. We giggle together when we hear the sound of the last squeezes, those airy fart sounds. But things get serious when we pass the bottle back and forth. Licking the gummy dried ketchup on the lid. Oh, but let's not forget about those sauces you keep in there you hardly use. You know, the ones you bought for one recipe and then forgot about. Tonight, we remember those sauces. There's a jar of white queso. Ooh, the good brand, too. Ooh la la. You unscrew the lid. And gasp. This cheese dip has been in here for a while. There's a green tuft of mold on the underside of the lid. About the size of a pog. Don't fret, mademoiselle, I say. The dip is just fine. It just grew a little frog toupee on the lid, that's all. You're confused. I explain about there's a lot of bald frogs out there feeling all insecure. I'm sure I could find one who would be interested in this little tuft of green hair. We move on. Now it's time for the main dish. Whatever's in that glass bacon pan, I ain't quite sure yet what it is. I see brown, dried stuff on the edges, but it could be anything. The only thing concealing its contents is a sheet of aluminum foil on top. Together we sniff the foil, 
but it won't give up its secrets just yet. Not that easily. I can't take it any longer. I rip off the foil with my teeth. Oh my gosh, it's lasagna in there. I can't wait to smash my face into this layered Italian casserole. But first, I take the top layer and do an Oreo with it. I lick the sauce and ricotta cheese off the underside of the layer. That's like the cream of the Oreo. When that's gone, there's wet, shiny pasta sheets licked clean by me. Those are like the cookie part of the Oreo. I take them pasta sheets and dangle them over your mouth. Oh, mama mia, what delights. And now, dessert. Pudding cups. All you have is the non-fat chocolate stuff. I was hoping to get full fat decadent, but that's okay. I'm gonna eat at least five of these things, so don't worry, I'll get mine. At the end of each cup, we shove our tongues into the bottom of the plastic container, getting every last scrap of pudding. You can look through the bottom of the cup and see my long pink tongue smashed against the container, and my breath steams it up too. Mmm, pudding. Finally, we collapse on the floor and sleep for the night right in front of the refrigerator. Big Al, we got a big old sack of Valentine's there. What's next? This Valentine here has got sort of a plain brown envelope here. Hmm. Intriguing. Yeah, let me pull, let me pull this out. Uh, all right. Uh, handwritten on uh, lined notebook paper. It says, yeah. Dear Big Hal and Possum, Happy Valentine's Day from your longtime friend, Doug. Oh, no, it's Doug. I'm thinking warmly of the two of you and our many adventures together in what now seems like a prior life. It sounds like you guys are doing well for yourselves, having fun together on your radio show and Twitch show, while I rot in jail, having taken the fall for our string of cat burglaries we did to fund our tour as the Vaudeville Act, Doug and Big Hal and Possum. (sighs) Don't worry, if I ever get out, we'll definitely be having a reunion. Let's call it a date, Valentine's. I'll bring the, and he's got this word in quotes, uh, treats. Just Doug and Big Hal and Possum, like old times. Um, anyway, I got to go work out in the prison gym. I'm getting pretty buff. And then it's signed Doug. Uh, good, great, to, great to hear from you, Doug. Uh, happy to hear that you're doing well. It's good. It really is good to hear from Doug. I ain't seen him in a long time. Yeah, I, I don't know what those uh, quote-unquote treats might be, Mr. Possum. Did Are he you- put them in quotes? Yeah, he put tweet, he put treats in quotes. Uh, that can't be good. They might be like uh, knuckle sandwiches, Mister Boss. Mm, knuckle sandwiches. You know, I know that means he's just punching us in the face, but you say sandwiches, it still sounds good. I want one. Here you go, Possum. Here's another Valentine out of the pile. Why don't you read this one to us? Oh, this one's to you. Uh oh. It says to my little big howl. Isn't that funny? From Grandma <laughs> Dottie. Oh. This one's, oh, this one's sweet. Looky here. Hey, hound pup, it's your grandma. 
Sure would like to see it. It's been about five years. Mm. Count every single day that you ain't coming to visit me. I notice my mind is still very sharp. Miss your little handsome face. Love your Grammys. Oh, wow. That's so sweet. That's nice to get a Valentine's. I mean, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a weird thing to get Valentine's from family, but it's nice to know they're thinking of you, you know? Does she only write you on Valentine's Day? No, she sends me stuff for Christmas, uh, Easter, my birthday, uh, my parents' birthdays. She sends me stuff all the time. A lot of times on Sundays, I'll just get a sort of random note from her. It doesn't take long for her letters to get to me because she just lives up the road. She seems sweet, and she's got a good stink. These letters got a good stink on them, like a, like a nice, strong perfume. I'm sure my grandma will love hearing from you that she has a good stink. Yogurt, sour cream, shrimp night, all night. All my favorite shrimp types, popcorn, coconut, tempura, battered fried up, shrimp and grits, teriyaki, scampi, pasta, biryani, jambalaya, tom yum, soup and cocktail, just to name a few. Shrimping all night like a pair of maniacs, getting drunk on all these little deep sea aphrodisiacs. Tails up, heads down, stewing in a pot. You know the neighbors like to call the cops when they see how much shrimp we got. Shrimp night, all night. You and me were getting dressed up. Why don't you read us that valentine there in your hand? Oh, Big Al, this one's written just to me. Oh. But you can stay in the room if you want. I will. 
It's written very small. Let me get my readers. Okay. Dear Possum, it's been too long since I've lied with you in bed, gently nibbling your neck and underside of your arms as you sleep. Please invite me back over. Love, a bed bug. Oh, that's sweet. Not a lot of people get uh, get letters from their former bed bugs. Well, he's acting like I'm the one giving him the cold shoulder, but it's him who stopped coming over and biting me. Wow. So you didn't do anything to get rid of your bed bugs? They just ghosted you? Not that I know of. I mean, I stink and I sleep wild. I'm flailing all over the place, but I mean, I don't think you can crush a bed bug that way. Yeah, they just got tired of dealing with you and they left. I guess. But this is a... This is pretty typical. They, uh, you don't hear from them all year, and then right around Valentine's Day, they're lonely or something, and they send you a letter and make you feel like you're the one who's been giving them the cold shoulder. Yeah, this bed bug's playing mind games with me. Speaking of giving them the cold shoulder, maybe you should uh, invite them over and give them a bite of that shoulder. I may. I mean, as much as I would love to... Have an argument instead. I think I'd rather have the affection. Mm-hmm. Big Al, why don't you read us something else from that big pile of Valentines? Well, this one looks kind of spooky. This looks like a Halloween card, not a not a Valentine's Day card. Ooh. This is uh, Dear Big Al and Possum. I am a scary skeleton who creeps around at night in the dark, and my bones rattle and pop when I walk around. No one will be my Valentine because I am too scary. My teeth chatter and you can play my rib cage like a xylophone. The wind travels right through me and plays my fingers and toes like wind chimes. My skull has a pebble in it that rattles around when I move. I used to be trapped inside a guy, but he kept going to those live action Disney remakes. So I pulled my bones out of his mouth while he slept. Now I don't have any friends. Will you be my Valentine? Well, Mr. Possum, what do you think? Should we be this guy's Valentine? Okay. Yes, I accept, but I, I am a little nervous about having my bones pulled out through my mouth. Oh, you don't have to have your bones pulled out. I think he's just looking to hang out with us. The question is whether you're willing to hang out with a skeleton. Oh, yeah, totes. He's not going to inhabit me, right? No, he's not going to try to inhabit. He's not looking for a new host, I don't think. I think we just need to get him a leather jacket or something. Maybe a little bandana for that cold skull of his. And it'd be so cool to actually go to the bar and have a skeleton with you. Have a skeleton as part of your squad, as part of your crew. Oh, yeah. That's like instant street cred right there. We'll get, uh, we'll get matching leather jackets with him that say, like, uh, we, we'll call ourselves, like, the Night Squad or uh, the Power Boys. Ooh, Power Boys. I like that. I think we should start a band with him, though. He can play xylophone on that rib cage. What are you going to play? Well, let's see. If we've got him on xylophone, and you'll, of course, be on spoons, as usual. I'll hit my spoons against his head. And then he'll have the pebble inside his skull. Yeah. So it'll be a little rattle. Yeah. So, so far, we got the sound of bones, sound of spoons, little xylophone sound. Uh, I think we're going to need probably something. Another percussion instrument is probably what we're going to need. Good morning, darling Valentine's is here The Christmas for lovers That 
comes once a year And I know that you're anxious To see what you got So finish your breakfast And open this box I got you a shirt I got you a shirt It says that you're crazy And it says where you work It says you're a Leo And I hope that that's true For Valentine's Day I got you a shirt a Chinese factory that prints targeted merch For Valentine's Day I got you a shirt about you And I hope that you like it And I hope that it fits I hope you like wearing An informative list and I hope you're not angry It's not diamonds or pearls Or something else you could give To just anyone in the world No, I got you a shirt I got you a shirt It mentions I'm awesome and that you're an introvert It's got hands where your boobs are And it says that they're mine For Valentine's Day I got you a shirt Sorry there's a line on there that calls you a jerk For Valentine's Day I got you the best shirt of all Time. From Valentine's Day, I got you a shirt about you. Possum, why don't you grab that big old Valentine out of the pile right there? Read that to us. All right, here it is. Oh, Big Al, it's it's a calendar. Someone sent us a calendar. Yeah. Oh, this is so thoughtful. Each month has pictures of us in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. How'd they get these? I don't know. It looks really well made. This is professionally done. It's weird to send somebody merch that you made of their stuff. That's a picture of you in the kitchen. Looks like it's taken from outside your house through a window. Your hair's all crazy looking. You're cooking an egg. And that egg don't look good. Wow, wait a minute. These photos all look like they were taken through our windows without our knowledge. This one's somehow spookier than the Valentine we got from a skeleton. Yeah. Wait, what's that one there? What's that? Uh, is that September there? That's a picture of you. I've never seen you look like that. That's Mr. not Possum. me. That's not no, me. No, that's definitely you. It's uh, It's taken through your... Looks like it's taken through your dining room window. You appear to be... Wow, you appear to be eating a four-course meal. 
No, not me. I mean, that looks like my house, kinda. Mine's grosser and more rough and cool looking. But that ain't me. Possum, are you a, a, a do you have a feather quill off to the side here like you've been like you've been writing some fancy letters? I don't write no fancy letters. No, not me, not mine. Uh-uh. Possum, is that a is that a perfectly matched china tea set over there? It's not from China. It's from Bulgaria. But no. Possum, I had no idea you were this fancy in private. You weren't supposed to know. I've got an image to maintain. Mm-hmm. And I'm gross and wild, stinky, musky. I kind of want to just move on from this. It's not a big deal. Just a stupid calendar. Uh-huh. Well, we uh... should be asking, who took these awful pictures? I'm going to call a lawyer. I mean, I'm going to go kick his butt. You're going to call a lawyer on that fancy landline phone made out of brass. Yeah, but my lawyer's an old rag. See, I doubt that so much, Mr. Possum. I'm looking at this guy in this photo. He's got a real professional. He's got one of them lawyers that uh, has like three names. I think we should just erase this from the canon. I think that it's nothing, really. But I I would like to thank whoever sent this in. They're like a private investigator. uh, And they have discovered that you are secretly a fancy boy. And I want to thank them. This is slander. I ain't no fancy boy. Never have been. Okay, fancy boy. Stop it. Big Al, here's a good Valentine's joke for you. Okay. How does the captain hold down his relationship? Uh, I don't know, Mr. Possum. With a love me not. All right, toot toot. Toot toot. You didn't like it. The Big Al and Possum Podcast. Toot toot.